This show is brought to you by Bohemian Farmhouse, a botanical apothecary on Tambourine Mountain, creating small batch magic and handcrafted herbal skincare using many of our own grown herbs, verdant green leaves and vibrant blossoms, botanical oils and flower extracts we make ourselves for true seed to skin earth potions. We hold a heart-held belief that we must return to old ways, ways that honour the earth and our bodies as sacred and deserving of love and ritual because self-care is self-love. Hello everyone and welcome to the Old Ways of the New Age podcast. I'm your host Christy and this week we bring you another solo episode, this time all about elder, otherwise known as elderflower or elderberry. I am so happy you are here and grateful to have you. If you love what we talk about here, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Old Ways of the New Age share with a friend. It all helps and it means so much. Enjoy this one and I will see you on the other side. And now a word from our partners. We absolutely love the Grown Botanicals range over here at Always for the New Age podcast. And we also stock the whole range in our store at Bohemian Farmhouse. The number one top seller is always the original tonic blend, which makes your tonic drinks simple. It's designed to deliver a variety of high quality foods to your drink of choice without the time and effort required to make up your own powder blends each day. All you have to do is add one to three tablespoons of tonic blend to the milk of your choice, whisk and warm, or in the summertime, do that and then add it to ice. It is delicious. And sip with intention. The original tonic blend is an earthy, chocolatey flavor and contains raw cacao and a selection of mushroom powders to increase brain, health, nervous system function, immunity, and more. You can then add other flavors if you want to mix things up. I really enjoy adding a dash of nutmeg across the top and a few rose petals. And you can also add some more sweetener if you like, but it's already sweetened, in my opinion, with maple sugar to perfection and doesn't need anything else. If you want to know more or you're interested, head on over to the Bohemian Farmhouse website. We always link that in the show notes and have a look. Now, on to the show. actually feel really rested after last week's break it was so nice and you know what I'm actually thinking that we will move the podcast to a once a fortnight thing and we will definitely be taking a break over the Christmas holidays as well so prepare for that because that will probably be a six week long break uh, today we're going to be talking about elder, as in elderflower and elderberry, and I'm really excited about this one. There's a lot of myth and lore surrounding the elder tree. I actually had two elders in my last home, and when we sold and moved, I dug them up and gave them to my mum, and so they've actually been transplanted and moved at my mum and dad's new property there, and 
they are flourishing they are just so big and so beautiful and the flowers right now the flower heads are the size of dinner plates they are enormous and i'm just it just does my heart good to see my elder trees flourishing because they were struggling a little bit we actually sold about almost three years ago now was it three years i don't know anyway time has done this weird thing in the last three years where it's it's just so confusing to actually look back and think of my memories i get all twisted around i think a lot of people might be feeling that it's been a strange strange time but the elder trees were in a heavy clay soil and at this time we were actually in the drought and yeah they were doing okay um but definitely struggling a little bit so it's just so nice to see them flourishing and vibrant and just so happy all right so let's talk about the elder the elder is really well known for its white flowers and dark berries and that's why you will often hear it referred to as an elderflower or an elderberry instead of just elder it's a tree but it's kind of not a tree it's a tree but it's a berry so the bark has this really gorgeous it almost feels rough but silky at the same time it's really hard to describe it's kind of like it's very bumpy but it's not rough as such it just it has like a nice texture but where the spots are not it's quite silky and inside the branches is like a white pith that can be it's like foamy and can be easily dug out to create like a pipe so you will also hear a common name for elders being the pipe tree it has wonderful properties for wine making um, medicinal and cosmetic purposes now the berries can be made into a wine and the flowers are really good for the sinuses and both are fantastic for cold and flu and the flowers are also really good for the skin the wood itself was used for making musical instruments um, so like little flutes things like that and there's been evidence found of elder in a lot of ancient stone age sites so it's been revered and used for a very very long time we're talking thousands of years it is one of the trees in the celtic calendar so it's actually the 13th month which is actually only three days and it starts at Samhain and goes to the new year so it kind of deals with that that time of death and beginning and it's all about the thinning of the veil so we're, we're we're thinking of concepts like ancestors merging between the two worlds the thinning of the veil crone energy fairy realms and things like that there's actually a old wives tale where it's believed that if you fall asleep under an elder tree you will wake up or be transported to the fairy realm and the other belief is that there is a dryad that lives in the tree so the spirit of elder is actually known as the elder tree mother and she's also known as like the Kaliak, the crone um, she has that sort of archetype and it's believed that you must ask permission before you use any part of the tree of the elder tree mother or you will experience her wrath and she has a funny little relationship with everyone 
And I love that it's all wrapped up around, you know, themes of relationship and respect and respect for our elders and our ancestors. And it's believed as well that if the elder tree chooses you and just pops up in your property, perhaps from seed from a bird who's eaten one of the berries, then that means that the spirit of elder has chosen you and your family to protect and it's considered very very good luck it's also um, thought that it's unlucky to have a single tree and that you should have two and I find it really interesting this one because elder is actually a berry so you will get lots of little offshoots coming up it won't just be one trunk it'll be lots of little offshoots so you might have one but you have many so I find that a really interesting concept to unpack there. And speaking of the branches and the fact that you need to ask permission, the there's the belief that the elder branch makes the most potent witches one, but you cannot just go out, ask permission and cut it down. If you want to use the branch as a wand, the elder spirit actually has to gift the person with the branch. So perhaps that's, you know, a storm and you come out and you find the branch lying on the ground, things like that. You can't actually go and cut it to create a wand. That's just one of the things I really love. Um, in Russia, they would hang the elderberries, blossoms, the leaves above doorways of houses to drive away spirits, serpents, robbers, any sort of bad energies. And one of the old magical chants that hailed Elder as an herb of prosperity was Elder over the doorway, fortune over the threshold. Because it blossoms at June's end, Elder became woven into the rituals of midsummer festivals. Its flowers fill the air with just the most beautiful scent. And it's actually thought that that scent can cause drowsiness upon inhalation. And the subtle kind of narcotic effect is what gives rise to the visions of fairyland that I mentioned earlier. So in Denmark, the law describes that if one stood under the elder tree on Midsummer's Eve, one would behold the king and queen of fairyland riding by with their retinue of elves, nymphs, dwarves, and other fairy folk, all playing pipes made of elder stems. One of my favourite ways of actually using elderflower is to make an elderflower fizz and oh, it's delicious for one thing. So it's really, really easy to make. And I think we'll put a blog post about elderflower fizz on the Bohemian Farmhouse website blog so that you can have a look at that. And on there already is the recipe for elderberry syrup. So we've just kind of passed where elderberry syrup is used. You would use that more during the winter time for cold and flu as preventative and also to shorten duration. It's really, really easy to make as well. And I find a lot of people actually dislike the scent of the berries as they are decocting. So what you would do is you put the berries in water and you would simmer them on the stovetop. I love the smell, but some people actually find that the smell is kind of really off-putting and reminds them of like decay. Again, a very interesting point. I just smell the berries. I love it. I think it's beautiful. But we're sort of past the time when we would use elderberry syrup and 
now is a really good time to actually use the flowers since they are so abundant and you can actually use elderflowers in tea to help with hay fever one of my favorites is to do nettle and elderflower for a hay fever remedy you can just do a tea but you can also do equal parts so one third nettle one third elderflower and then top the rest with apple cider vinegar making sure you use organic raw still with the mother and let that infuse with a bit of honey for two weeks strain and that's a really fantastic hay fever remedy that you can take every day and it's good for digestion as well so that's it from me about elderflower and about elder i hope you really enjoyed the episode and i'll see you guys in two weeks